This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Good morning, Dion. I trust you well, and you're getting to move out and about and getting your running and your cycling and all of that in and missing the university and the face-to-face contact with your beautiful students. Absolutely. Brad, our, our second semester starts on Monday, mm-hmm. and uh, so students have already started returning virtually. Uh, I'm getting emails and uh, contacts from students and looking forward to being virtually in class with them. Most things happen nowadays via Zoom mm-hmm. and MS Teams, and that's, that's exactly what we do. So looking forward to having our students back from wherever they are, and I even have two students, uh, undergraduate students, who are in the States. So Ooh. it's the middle of the night when their class happens, but they <laughs> tune in. Wow. How cool is that, you know? So uh, absolutely, I'm looking forward to the next semester. Yeah, dedication. Dion, this morning's conversation, I feel, is so essential. Um, we've become accustomed to things when we want them, how we want them. I think society has created people like that. God's never been one to say, oh, well, now I must conform with the times. He has his ways and his reasons, and they don't really seem to fit very well with modern society's ideas of here and now, and can we quickly get it done? I need to move on. Brad, you know, I mean, this is, this is such a, a wonderful way of leading into our topic today of patience. Um, I, I want to begin by telling you a little story. So many, many, many hundreds of years ago, when I myself was a student at university, um, I, was, I was already married when, when I went uh, back to university. I did, did some graduate studies at, at Rhodes University. Yeah. And um, Megan and I moved. I'd been in a church uh, in, in, in just in one of the townships near Johannesburg, and after the the 94 elections, my bishop said, go and, go and study, have a break. And so off we went to, to Grahamstown to Rhodes. And uh, the church was very kind. They gave us study leave, but that's about all. <laughs> they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't give us, you know, money or anything like that. And I remember we were really dependent on, on the gifts of family and friends and people who supported us when we were there. Yeah. And there were many months when the month was longer than the money we had, you know, there was more months than we had money, and uh, I would I would pray and I would say, Lord, please, we we we, we haven't had we had a, a gas, you know, um, uh, water heating system, mm. and um, you know, I'd, I'd say, Lord, we haven't had warm water for for two weeks now, and uh, we've been living on on broccoli from one of the the, the wonderful farmers at Seven Fountains, but we haven't had meat in a week. You know, I said, come on, man, you know, helperbrother.com, you know. And and I, I get so frustrated with the Lord that he didn't answer my prayer immediately. But, you know, Brad, the amazing thing was always at the right time, a check would arrive. In those days, there were still checks that would arrive. Uh, or money would appear in my bank account from some wonderful soul or a congregation somewhere. And somehow, you know, when, when I look back on it now, I can see how what God was doing was not only caring for our needs, but also developing within us a reliance upon Him, a recognition that, that He never lets us down. God, God deals with us in ways that are absolutely faithful, and, and they're to our best interest. Now, I've, I've seen, and I'm sure all of us have seen, and particularly I'm sure the moms who are listening today have seen, you know, when you're young, when you're not that mature, you want everything right now. You go to the shop and you see a packet of chips and you say, that's what I want. And if you don't get it, you throw a tantrum. We've all seen that with little kids. And part of the task of the parent is to say, there will be a time where you will enjoy those things. And, and when that time is right, when you're at home 
and you're sitting in front of the TV or you're outside in the garden with your friends and you're having a picnic, it's going to be far better to have that packet of chips yes. than eating it now, you know, hanging off the front of, of a shopping trolley. And it seems as if when God deals with us, God does exactly the same thing. Now, this last week, Sunday, one of the, the prescribed readings from the lectionary came from Romans chapter 8, from verses 18 to 31. But listen how it begins, Brad. It says, this is Paul writing to, to the church in Rome, um, and he says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Now, that little last bit we often miss, in us. Where is the glory to be revealed? The glory is not God's glory to be revealed in the, in the world when God does a miracle. Of course, God's going to do those things. But what does Paul say? He says, in the midst of present sufferings, we can recognize that something greater is going to happen when we allow God to reveal God's glory where? In us. Verse 19 says, for creation, listen to this, waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. Mm. It's creation that is waiting upon you and me and all of our listeners to be revealed, to show the glory of God in our lives in the midst of, of difficult circumstances. So I was really challenged by this because I think I sometimes adopt quite a passive attitude mm. uh, when I think about patience. I think, okay, I want the glory of the Lord to be revealed. I have enough faith to believe that God's going to do something sometime, but I'm just going to sit back and wait for that to happen. Mm. I, I want God to do that. But here we see Paul turns it on his head. He says, no, what we need here is an active patience. We need a patience that says, Lord, you're going to do your thing. We trust it. We believe it. But in the meantime, we recognize that you're wanting to do that thing in us, through us, and with us. So what do you want from me today? Lord, as I, as I face the insecurity of, of perhaps a pay cut or losing my job, as, as I face the uncertainty of having to go into work and, and perhaps not feeling safe, as, as I face health challenges in, in, in my family, in my own body, Lord, what is it that you're wanting to reveal in me so that your glory may be shown to all of creation? That is, is such a wonderful thing. It means that God's not just acting and, and we're observing it means mm. that God is working in us. And I think that's a wonderful thing. Sometimes we don't have a cooking clue what God is up to, Dion. And I think that's also the tough part that might lead to that passivity because you, you're, you're unsure. Because, of course, we, don't, we lack the wisdom that God has. And, and so what do you do in that instance? There's, you're waiting, but you don't know what you're waiting for. So you just kind of sit tight as opposed to knowing what it is that you're waiting for and being an active participant. So I think there are two things to say on that one. I think, you know, the, the very best thing that we can do is we can continue to live in faith with love and hope. Those three uh, virtues are, are absolutely essential to what it means to be Christian. So firstly, to live in faith, to say, you know, God has not abandoned us. God is not, there's nothing that's out of God's control. God is not scrambling. God is not lacking in resources. Yes. Uh, God is not looking for a plan and trying to say, how do I figure this one out? For God, it's just, you know, we're working things out. This is, this is part of history and, and it's okay. I'm, I'm not flapping. I'm not, but faith, I think, is the first thing. The second thing is, you know, that, that notion of hope, to recognize that, that we have something to hope in, that, that the, we know how the story ends, Brad. We, yes. We've read it. The, the testimony has been given, the, the nature of God's character of goodness and love and mercy and grace 
that's unchanged by by anything, economic systems, political uneasiness, uh, a virus. God's character never changes, and so we can live in hope. Mm. Okay, Lord, we, we know that, that when it happens and what happens, it's going to be great, and you're going to do it, and, and we need to anticipate it. But the third thing I think is, is the crucial one, and this is the active element, and that's to live in love, and not love uh, just as a, a sort of descriptive uh, uh, word, but love is a verb, you know, to recognize that we have to live in a kind of closeness with God that says, Lord, when you speak, I'll be listening. Yes. When you act, I'll be ready. And, and I want to be attentive to what you're doing in my life, around me. I want to be so in tune with you, almost like a dancer. When you move, I want to be able to move with you. And, and that's a kind of active waiting. It's saying, I don't need to lead. I don't need to take control. All I need to do is, is, is be receptive and open and discerning of what you're doing in my life and in the world. And Dion, those moments don't just come out of, out of the sky. You don't live in that space just by going about life as you would almost every day and hope that there's some kind of a, a resonance and connection. I mean, that's, that's intentional time with God. That's focus on Him and not focus on the problem. Absolutely. And, and you know, Brad, I, I find that to be so true. You know, John Wesley... Uh, the founder of the Methodist Church. Uh, I, I, I don't know the exact quote, so forgive me if I've got it wrong. A listener can correct us. Said something like, you know, um, I, I pray for two hours a day, and on the days when I'm most busy, I wake up and pray for four hours a day. Mm. And, and and that kind of intention that says, okay, when 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 the heat gets turned up, you know, when when things get going, I'm going to get going earlier. I, I'm, you know, and I tend to do that myself. I sit on a Sunday night, I go through my diary, I pray about every appointment, wow. I pray about every situation I'm expecting during the week, I think of the people I'll be meeting and speaking to, bring them into God's presence, and then every day as I'm reading the scriptures, as I'm thinking, I'm bringing my day into God's presence and saying, Lord, if you've got a word for me, if you want to speak to me, if you want to direct me and guide me, just I'm, I'm receptive, I'm open, lead me through what you're doing. You know, and that kind of thing, I think, is absolutely right. That, that's, a, that's an act of patience. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.